From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged, email edition for the week of March 23rd, 2011. I'm your host this week, John Magi, joined by our Orlando team. I'm going <coughs> to... You do that every time I announce people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go the other way. Kevin Close, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Max the Intern, and Walter Eccles back in the peanut gallery. Um, this is where we read your emails and hopefully provide you with some answers and some feedback and have some lively discussions about the things you're interested in. So let's jump right into it. Who has their first email they want to read? I'll go. <laughs> I was waiting to see if Teresa was going to jump on was it. That, was that jumping? <laughs> okay, this is from Katie Binning in Brick, New Jersey. I was hoping you could help me with some advice. I know Disney has it posted which rides you can go on at Walt Disney World while pregnant, as well as the restrictions for cruising while pregnant and or with an infant. But what I would like to know is your actual personal experience and preference. Were you pregnant or were you traveling with an infant? Would you rather go to Walt Disney World or go on a cruise, Disney Cruise Line? And why? Anything you would recommend to avoid that Disney doesn't, extra tips, advice would be greatly appreciated. Um, I never cruised while pregnant. I know you can't be more than 24 weeks. Um, All of my pregnant traveling was through the parks. And up until I was going to give birth (laughs) and I had to go to Flower and Garden, I could move around easily. You know, I couldn't do more than a few hours or I'd start to hurt, but... Um, I'd say take your time, drink lots of water. I would be the one, you know, kind of sitting back and enjoying the view and letting other people do things. And Let me ask you this. Add the element of staying in a resort. Would that create more trouble or would that be easier than, say, going from your house? Um, I think it'd be easier because then I'd have a place to go lay down when I got tired. Mm. You know, day if your family wants to keep going, you can just right. head back. Because I can remember times when I went without Corey, like, to meet friends. And I was pretty pregnant with Ferris. Um, maybe like six or seven months, and I went and walked around Epcot. You know, by the end of that day, oh, my belly, like I could just feel the yeah. pressure. You know, he's like, like Mom, drop out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you still have to walk out to your car yes. and drive yourself home. Yes, and- after you're tired. So I think being at the resort, you can get on a bus, or if you're staying, you know, if you're at Epcot and you're staying at one of the hotels right there, it's much easier. Um, as far as with an infant, from personal experience, traveling with one infant on the cruise line was fabulous. It was. You know, it was no trouble at all. Traveling with two very small children on a cruise, um, I'd say wait until they're older. Like, I'm really looking forward to 2012. They'll be two and three, right? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, no. Yes, right? Yeah, two and three. (laughs) I'm doing the math in my head. Um, That, you know, I think it'll be a lot better. They are both walking and talking and can tell me what they want to do and, you know, experience. so as far as with an infant, I think I'd rather the parks because then again, you can go and do things you want to do. But then when the baby is tired, you know, you have the baby centers and then you also have your hotel to go back to. Whereas on the cruise, you have a tiny little room. And if you can't leave that tiny little room, you start to feel a little crazy, you know. So that's just. Something <coughs> we've, we've talked about for a long time is wait till your kids get a little older to do the cruise. So this is a little bit of a confirmation of that theory we've had for a long time. Yes. Know. How about rides when you're pregnant? Um, What's the? I know that a lot of us say you can't. Most of them you can't do. But you can do TTA and you can do... Yeah. Like, you know, you can ride the carousel. You can do Small World, Peter Pan. Um, I don't think you can do any of the poo because of the yeah. thing. Don't get on the teacups, especially oh, if yeah, you're nauseous. You'll centrifuge that baby right out. <laughs> yeah, really. um, yeah, I think the, the hardest the part, because when I was pregnant... You know, uh, Taylor visited two summers in a row, which one, I didn't know I was pregnant yet. So I was doing things like Splash Mountain, when you're not, which you're not supposed to do. You know, so it kind of freaked me out after I found out. But um, apparently, if you're really early on, it doesn't bother you. But do, I, do take those things seriously. Do not get on a ride that says you should not ride it. For sure. I think the hardest part was Epcot. Because I couldn't do things like test track and soaring, and I think that's true for everybody. If you have a heart condition, if you're yes. mm-hmm. 
Listen to those back signs. Back issues, yep. Take care of yourself, and if you know if you happen to have something growing inside of you, take care of it, too. People always think that doesn't apply to them. <laughs> Whoa. But I know with my daughter, we did a lot of, you know, like bench riding while everybody else went mm-hmm. in. But it's fun to sit and people oh, watch. Oh, yeah. It's Kevin's favorite that's thing to do. That's my favorite thing to do in the park. You know? And I say, if, if you're, you know, if you don't feel like walking around, get yourself one of those vehicles. I had the best time on that. That's going to cause trouble. Well, too bad. Why? Because what so, pregnant woman on the, the vehicles? If you don't have a quote-unquote actual disability, people get I was upset. nine months pregnant, and I was required to go. So I you want to send me a letter? Send me a letter. You don't yell at me. I'm Whoa. all for it. I'm yelling at the listeners. <laughs> I'm all for it. I think when you get far enough along, even just walking into the park. Oh, my God, yeah. Is, you know. Yeah, really. If you, you get to that point where, come on, you're going to drop I mean, I it I think right people there. looked at me like, is she going to give birth on that thing? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> But I play it by ear. And, you know, if you're pregnant, it's your choice, really. But if you have an infant, I highly suggest if it's just one child, you know, the cruise is fine. But if you have multiple children, I'd say world. Until they're older. Yeah. Yeah. There are more lockers at world. Well, how about if you, if you took, like you did, grandparents? Does that make a difference? Yes and no. Because, you know, I mean, it's, you just, it's just as exhausting <laughs> for them, too. Yeah. You know, I mean... You're not used to being a full-time parent as a grandparent, you know? So, and I, I would never want to make them watch the kids, like, the whole time and be like, we're going to do this, see you later, stay in the room with the kids, yeah. or take them out walking, whatever. I want them to enjoy themselves, too. This is where you hire a nanny, and they come with you, right? I guess you could. Thank you, Julie. Are we going around the table, or are people going to volunteer for emails? I'll volunteer if you want to go this way around the table. I don't care. This is from Matthew Sansom in Nottingham, England. Hi, podcast crew. I'm 14 and listen to your podcast every week. You do an excellent job. Excellent. Is he 14 now or when he wrote the email? When he wrote the email (laughs) in March. 27 now. I was wondering about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. My mom. So cute. I was just wondering what date the party started. Last year, it was the 8th of November. This year, we leave on the 9th of November, so we're very much hoping that we will get to see, get a chance to see it. Thank you for the great podcast. Matthew Sansom, Nottingham, UK. Okay. I went back and checked for the last three years. It, all, it started on the 10th in 08. In 09, it started on the 10th. And last year, it started on the 8th, which was always a Monday or Tuesday. So the... Historically, the party always starts. The dates have not been announced yet. The party always starts the first of a week, right, Kathy? I'm looking at Kathy here. Teresa is Nostradamus yes. now. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, based on your research, yeah, but I mean, I can't say for, you can't say for sure that's the pattern. But she's trying to give him like a. Yeah. I'm trying to give him a, a, some hope here. And typically, throw the boy a line here. There comes that time, like right after the last Halloween party, the Christmas stuff is up. So if you plan your vacation just right, which it sounds like he's doing, mm-hmm. he's going to be there for the start of the Christmas. That's what party. they're hoping. I think they're going to, yeah. Now Disney could throw a wrench into all this, but it sounds like when he's he says be he's there. leaving, he's actually going to be leaving Walt Disney World we to leave, go home. Yes, on the ninth. And what day of the week is the ninth? Did you do that research? Um, I did. Well, I did. The ninth is a Wednesday. I did do that research. <laughs> The ninth is a Wednesday, and the parties always started on a Monday or Tuesday historically. So, I know the last couple of years, yeah, they have because I can remember being there on a Tuesday. You may have some hope, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we will see the first one. If not, I'll put my tree up. You can come over with some dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa will turn the lights on and off. <laughs> really? You could give Stella her second massage. <laughs> oh. oh. So anyway, all right. Well, that's kind for, of interesting. Thanks for putting that much research into it. Appreciate it. That's interesting. Who else has an email? I do. Okay. Oh, go back there. Okay, good. Walter does. Okay. This one is from Melissa from Ohio. She said, we're taking our three very young daughters, ages two, four, and 18 months. (laughs) That was one of Corey's favorites. Corey just had a fit. (laughs) Sorry about that, Corey. We can both through my paper. Start over, Walter. You could both read it. We could decide who read it better. (laughs) Okay, this one's from Melissa in Ohio. We're taking our three young daughters to Orlando. Their age is going to be two, four, and 18 months. Um, 
Her and her husband have been, haven't been since their honeymoon in 2007. They schedule a lot of kitty restaurants for the daughters, but she's looking for a night out while her family watches the kids. Uh, she wants to go someplace fun and happy where they can laugh and have a drink at dinner. Her two thoughts. She needs to. Her thoughts were the Hoopty Doo Review or Hee Haw Bobs. It says, um, please help. It doesn't have to be adult or romantic as long as it's fun and we can have an adult beverage. I would, I would definitely recommend. This poor woman. She has, she's been having kids. That's why she hasn't been here since 2007. I would say Hoopty Doo Review without a doubt. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Hee Haw Bobs is. I mean, there's no food there. That's bar no food. food. Yeah, bar but food. they're bringing the kids too or just them? Just no, just oh. them. It's just oh. adults. Boat Rates is right around the corner from Yee Haw Bob. I, do they serve okay, so alcohol? Yeah. I would I would suggest going to making a night of it, go to Yachtsman Steakhouse, and then end your night at Jelly Rolls or something. Or go yeah, or head like to downtown Disney wow. and go to Raglan Road. There's usually a band oh, yeah. there. It's not a comedy act, but I mean, you you can have fun. There's no shortage of drinks. Then there's do par- they serve drinks at Hoopty Doo? They beer and wine. It comes yeah. with the meal. Plus. House of Blues. They've always got fun mm-hmm. entertainment outside going on. Oh, yeah, on the deck. The, yeah. That's always I would plan on going to downtown Disney. You have several yeah. options. Paradise you know. 37. Paradiso 37. Par- Coldest mm-hmm. beer. Hottest they, building. They, they usually have a, uh, <laughs> during the day, yeah, they yeah. usually have a band, too. It's a tequila bar, so depending on what you really want to drink. Did they say where they were staying? Uh, no. They did not. They were just looking for an, an adult night out. I thought the Hoopty Doo would be a good idea, but you have some other great ideas also. I mean, it would yeah, be Hoopty fun for You're them, limited to beer and wine, though. Yeah, and, I mean, it's a cute show. Uh, they see enough cute shows as parents of a two, four, and a yeah, two-month-old. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was going to say Ohana's till and I thought three little kids, you sort of want to get away from kids right, when you're going yeah. out to dinner. Right, yeah. I mean, walk kids. around downtown Disney, you know, without a stroller and mm-hmm. or three strollers or whatever <laughs> else they need. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of options, you know. Do them all. Leave your kids the whole time with family. <laughs> I'd, I'd go yachtsman and jelly rolls. I like that. That's idea. a good plan, Corey. Or you can do flying fish or something like that. Yeah, right. any of the yeah, boardwalker in that area. Excellent. Crawl back to the hotel. Really? Well, that's why I asked where they were, because <laughs> that might make a difference as to you know how they right. want to get back. Crawling yeah. back to Pop Century might be far. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Six buses later. <laughs> Thank you, Walter. Who's up? I'll go. This is from Lisa Merritt. What do you think about Magic Kingdom's 40th anniversary? Seems like so far all it's going to do is be a chance to sell a bunch of merchandise. Do you think they will do more than just the D23 events? No. No. I think she's exactly right. It's an opportunity for them to sell stuff. Hi, Lisa. I mean, isn't that sort of sad? We talk about this all the time. Whatever happened to the big celebrations? Whatever mm-hmm. happened to, you know, banners and fancy stuff? And, and you know that and, there's a market for this, that if they had some kind of event like those events that we went to, um, they get hundreds of people for these things. So why couldn't they just have some, like, cheesy little thing in I Magic remember, Kingdom? They used to do... They used to do cool stuff. I remember on the 15th anniversary, every person that went to, through the turnstile, every 15 seconds, a gift was given away. Hmm. And it ranged from little uh, pins to Cadillacs. Wow. Or some other wow. car. I forget what car it was. They gave away 15 brand new cars every day. And it was kind of exciting to stand there and watch your family come through the turnstile because people would stand there and kind of sort of try and gauge it. And you would go through the turnstile. And I was one of the ones, I got one of the little pins when you went through the little, what you got popped up on the screen or I forget how it worked, but they did something along that line that it made it exciting. It made you want to go, yeah. and they did that for a year. They gave away 15 cars every wow. day for a year. Well, what they've done is they've replaced the individual celebrations with these global celebrations. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, how, how hard would it be, you know, get one of these companies to sponsor it? And even if it was a button, like, happy 40th birthday. There'll probably be a pin release. I think Disney should be... Um, I think Disney was shamed. I forget what the gentleman's name was. WDW Celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of put something together for the 25th anniversary of Epcot. He's got something going on for the 40th. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's two other. I can't remember exactly what he's got going on. But two two pretty big ones they're organizing. Hmm. Yep. We're right there with you, Lisa. We agree. We think it stinks. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you, Kathy. Who's next? I have one. 
This is from Rosalind in Silver Springs, Maryland. Hi, podcast crew. My family and I will be visiting Walt Disney World to enjoy spring training. Is there a link to or a list of the off-site restaurants you have recommended on the podcast? Usually we eat on-site, but usually we eat on-site. But since we will have a rental car, we thought we would experience the local restaurants. We're open to all types of food. Any information you can provide uh, to this request will be greatly appreciated. I don't believe there is a list of restaurants that we have reviewed. I know someone was keeping a running list of what the each podcast was about on the Diz Unplugged board, but I think one of the things that you're going to find in Orlando, especially in the tourist corridor, is uh, it's very much... A, chain Mm -hmm. restaurant Mm -hmm. kind of place finding a decent local restaurant is pretty hard i would strongly recommend that you visit celebration and try the uh, celebration town tavern and there's a wine place around the corner that has good food too oh yeah yeah that place is good i can't think of the name of it though i've not been there try it sometime it's really good celebration has a couple of good places they have antonio's there's a great sushi place there called Sato. So they got a car and they're it's willing expensive. to travel. Yes, it's expensive sushi. Correct, they are willing to travel. I say travel up the road to Orlando and try a little Saigon. All right, Walter? <laughs> Pay attention, Walter. Okay, that's really off the beaten path. That's pretty far away. I don't know. If yeah, well, if these, you know, she says Disney. she's open to everything. What's little Saigon? Oh, uh, my gosh. Vietnamese. It's Vietnamese and it's dirt cheap. It's really good and it's food. Authentic. Is that uh, on, on Mills? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mills and uh, Colonial. That's she's the in hood. This... No, it's oh. not. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not. down the street. <laughs> Once you leave St. Cloud, you're in the hood. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Disney property. Uh, if she's in the spring training area, she's going to be out on 192. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wide World of Sports. The Osceola uh, Heritage Park has spring training. So... All I right. was trying to. I I agree. I'm all for trying someplace new. That's really off the beaten path. That's where we're going tonight, Max. Those places out in the loop, that <laughs> BJ's and oh, Bonefish and right. Bonefish Grill, um, Payway, uh, and those were all pretty good. Yeah, I like Payway. We do like Payway. Payway's really good. Mm-hmm. And right around the corner from the loop is our Mexican place, Tijuana Flats. So those are kind of some of the places that we would go out to eat. Point Orlando has some nice places too. Mm. I think if you stay very funky close monkey. to Disney, Opa. If you stay very close to Disney, you're going to get a lot of um, uh, Fridays. Fridays and right. I'm trying to think of the other. Bahama Breeze is pretty good. That's what oh, I was saying. You're trying to like some place. Oh, you oh, do. Oh God. Well, I think because we everything we tastes go, like coconuts. Because we go more often. <laughs> do. Yeah, it's a lot of. But I mean, if you've never been there, I like it, Kathy. I think it's really good. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been there in many, many years. Because the the only one that's still open is the one by Disney, fish. right? Shrimp. I'm not sure. I like Carabas. It's not terrible. We like Carabas too. Yeah, macaroni Grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I've like never eaten there. Is that good? Macaroni Grill. It is good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a step above Olive Garden for sure. Or yeah. uh, Orlando Ale House. If you, yeah, uh, go there if you have uh, no idea what you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's everything on that menu. Exactly. Absolutely. Everything. It's bar food. It's yeah. decent bar food, but it's bar food. Like you can get what is it? A hundred shrimp for nine ninety. Yeah, they do I, have that. Yeah. I had a lobster dinner there one night that was really good, and it was like sixteen, eighteen. It was good and reasonable. And you can play air hockey while you eat there. Mm-hmm. The place has got fried macaroni and cheese. It's on my list. You know, I have to say, <laughs> at Downtown Disney, I know this is still on property, but Bongo's, the little express window, has the best empanadas. Really? That I've had in a very long time. Mm. Oh yeah. We do like us some empanadas. I do too. Yeah. I'm a kind of story. Do you ever eat the ones at Publix? No. Are you talking about the frozen ones? No, no, the ones they make the hot in food the hot. in the deli. My place doesn't make good? them. Oh I think gosh. they're good. They also make the potato balls stuffed oh, with I, beef. I've had the potato balls, but I've never seen empanadas in my yeah. Over here, in your Publix? Not the one f- Hoffner. I oh, you go to Hoffner? Not frequently. We have like three Publix within five feet of each other. Oh, we do too. Yeah. There's like ten within actually, five miles of my house. If you count Hoffner's, the farthest one, and that's three miles, so within a three mile radius, yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a Publix near your house. No, no I like Publix, no. but dang, I'm gonna have to start searching. <laughs> I think if you go through the archives of the show, if you go back to some other shows, you'll catch some of our reviews. I just think in general, stay away from where what's near your house. 
Don't go to the same places right. where you have near your house. Try something yeah. different. Right. Very good. Thank you. You can't Kevin. go wrong at Celebration Town Tavern. That's no. my opinion. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, the name of the Imperium is the other place in Celebration. I Thank thought you, that Kathy. sounded like a medicine. Imperium. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> I have an infection, so I'm taking Imperium. <laughs> no, my stomach's bothering me. <laughs> Corey, do you have something to read to stop yeah, this I do. It's, uh, conversation? <laughs> this is uh, from Jennifer from Alabama. Hi, podcast team. I wonder if there's a family club on the Disney Dream similar to Studio C on the Magic and Wonder. My kids love the game shows and dance parties, so I'm hoping they have something similar on the Dream. They do. It's called the D Lounge. It's much bigger, and I think it's cozier <laughs> too. It's uh, it's pretty hip. They have family games like Family Fusion. Anyone can cook. They also have like towel folding there. So throughout the throughout the day, the the Disney Cruise Line staff will have different things for your family to do. But they do have a. a you mean fam- towel animal folding, right? <laughs> really, we have towel folding in my house. <laughs> <laughs> we have towel holding at home too. Yeah, I'm the only one folding towels yeah. in my house. Yeah, Nobody teach plays your kids early. Yeah. If you really want to have some fun, come on over for sock balling. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to fold the square. <laughs> and I think you just get even with Walter. That was one of his emails he was going to read. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> got to do the dramatic toss of the. Yeah, he tried to hand it to me. I'm like, I already have it. <laughs> What I like about that space is that they've really taken into account the fact that that's a popular thing for families. So there's so much more seating, mm-hmm. and there's so much ro- more room in there. It's cool seating, too. Yeah. It's foam. But it's cool. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, it's cool for yeah, not us. For <laughs> 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 normal you size people. You might not want to get up. <laughs> or be able to. It's like sitting on a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> and they were really excited when we took the tour of it. This seating is all foam. <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you have real furniture? <laughs> but one of their things they have, um, anyone can cook, learn how to disguise healthy food. Oh, I need, I need that. that. I need that one. How to disguise it. Get Jessica Seinfeld's book. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Hmm. You put like she tells spinach you how to put and cauliflower in your brownies. Yeah. Or in your chocolate chip cookies. Oh, you can put that in brownies too? I bought her book. It's really kind of <laughs> cool, especially if you have kids. Cool. What are you putting in your brain? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat Teresa's brownies. Yeah. All right, I have an email. Oh wow, there you go. Isn't that exciting? This is from Jennifer Boswell in Clarksburg, Maryland. Hi. So we've been to Walt Disney World several times, and we're trying to get some friends of ours to come with us. They claim they're not interested. We'd love to hear about tried and true Disney experiences that really, quote unquote, cinch the deal, in your opinion, and make vacations at Disney worth it. Things beyond the attractions and the obvious fun for the kids. This can be in the parks, out of the parks, at the resorts. We have our own ideas, but it'd be great to hear what we don't know. Thanks, Jennifer. Um, I guess it depends on your friends. If your friends are adults, I would lean towards more of the adult things to do. I would leave right. them home. You're going to have a horrible time if you're dragging around wet blankets. <laughs> Your friends sound like It's like boars. for us, like we usually meet up with all of our friends around Food and Wine Festival. It's just a fun time to walk around the parks. We don't really concentrate on going on any of the rides. We just It's a day that we hang out. I but think, that's, that's what we like. I think people who don't know, who don't want to go to Disney or don't know about Disney, think it that it's just an amusement park. Yeah. It's just rides and it's just characters. I've been there, done that, because I spent many years thinking that's all it was. And it was just being in the parks and slowly, like, appreciating it. But I well, you can come at it from several different angles mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't. Bringing my sister down, who really had no interest in going to the parks, I approached her with the historical value of it all. And remember when we were kids and we see Walt Disney on TV? And Sounds he'd be like with, school. He'd have his pointer. Well, that's the way I had approach I had to go with her. He'd have his pointer out and point to all this stuff. Remember how cool that was? And you know, then she started reading Disney's biography and got interested. Then she wanted to come to the parks to see what it was all about. See, I have a brother who didn't get the Disney gene. And trying to convince him that all of the different things you can do. And I think to myself after a while, and then I get him there and it's like, this isn't as much fun as you told me it was going to be. Right. I think trying to convince people who aren't interested. It's- we, we took him to Dizzapalooza last time and he had Toy Story Mania to himself and part of the park to himself. He wasn't impressed. He sat back there in the little 
We're going home. There he oh, is. he's that person. Yeah, yeah that it's guy. just he doesn't get it. He's not interested. He loves Universal, but it could be, he could be that way about anything though, not nope. just Disney. No, nope. no, nope. he's excited about some stuff. He's just not interested in Disney. And I think trying to convince people who aren't interested, it's one of those things. If you don't get it, your your yeah. your vacation time is just as valuable as theirs. Yeah, but if they're not if they're not going because they don't know what to expect and they have a preconceived idea about it, you can try to. Pump yeah, it up a little right. bit, yeah. Explain it. If they're and adults, just, take them to Epcot and get them drunk. They'll love and just, it. Yeah. <laughs> just emphasize the time of being together, you know? Spend the time together, you're not at home, you're having a good time. See, for me, the World Showcase is the place to take people because you can't, you know, some, some of us can visit these countries. Some of us are never going to visit these countries. But yeah. see, when so I get to experience things that are just like, like Morocco, for example, for me, I think that's so cool. Because you get lost back there in the bazaar, you kind of feel like you're not in Epcot anymore. Like Sinbad said, once you have kids, your new Rome is Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I first came, we spent the first, I don't know how many years, avoiding World Showcase. Because wow. we thought there was nothing back there for us to enjoy. Now, of course, I feel differently. But at first, we thought, you know, Future World was the place to be. You'll still hear people say that World Showcase is nothing but shopping and restaurants. And that's it. And I think to myself, well, if that's not your thing, there are a bunch of other choices. Mm-hmm. There's enough different. There's enough variation that not everything has to be for you. Right. Like you were talking about those trains. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. I think you were the perfect person to send to go do that. I, it would have been absolute torture for me. But I know that, so I don't get on the train yeah. tour. You know or there's I mean? spas for people who enjoy spas. Right. Or no, there's-, there's enough. You know, Hollywood Studios. If you're interested in movies mm-hmm. and all of that you've got animal kingdom there's a i think there's something at disney for everybody yes, for whether sure. you like disney or not at magic kingdom like if when i'm taking somebody there for the first time i always try to go during the move it shake it celebrate it parade because to me that's the parade that sort of like says disney sucks to me to, because yeah. you see the people all you know like participating everybody's and, moving and shaking yeah that it's like this will soften them up and you know this is it's like disney but it's like it's not smack in your face disney now see i if i'm bringing somebody for the first time and i've done that a couple times since i've been here i want to take them to the magic kingdom first and i want to come through the gate and we hit the beginning of main street and then i want to look at their face to see if they're tearing up mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten they're not because they don't mm-hmm. get that emotional about you know oh my god look where we are you know yeah. where i do and then Teresa pinches them. Yeah, they're really crying. Cry <laughs> yeah, like if they cry. come around the corner cry, and they don't get cry. that moment, it's like, oh, I've got a job to do here. Yeah, because if that doesn't didn't wow them, what's going to do it? Yeah, I don't know. But I think even like then once you get into Magic Kingdom, like if you take them, if they're really not into rides, if you take them back onto the people mover, what's mm-hmm. it called now, TTA, just for a ride it around will the park. Always be the people mover. But, yeah, they added it back onto the name. But, you know, even little things like that. Because when I first came, I didn't care that there was a bazillion rides in the park. I just sort of wanted to, like, walk around. So, for me, like, Carousel of Progress was, like, just something to do. Yeah, Disney's not anything about the rides for me, still. It really depends on who you are. I mean, like, Julie's uncle, like, Disney to him is the Richard Petty driving experience. Yeah, Mm. just depends on... It might be... I can get him to Orlando tomorrow if I say, you know, you can do the Richard Petty driving experience. (laughs) It might be staying at whatever your resort is and Mm -hmm. what you're doing there. That might be, you know, the the hook that gets him here. I don't know. My sisters have come, I don't know how many times, and very seldom ever go into the parks. They just stay at the resort, so... I don't know. There's or the dining could be the food that brings them in. Vacation is mm-hmm. different for different people. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. You need to find out what they like to do when they go on vacation. Like you said, dining, and just explore all the different things to eat. Or if they like fishing, you know, they yeah, might just want to lay out by the pool. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let them do what they want to do. Yeah. Don't force them into the park and be like, "Yeah, this is great. Come on, aren't you having fun? Have fun with me. Have fun now." <laughs> all right. Thank you for your email, Jennifer. Who'd like to read another one? I have another one. This comes from Kate Cop or Kate Cope. I'm not sure the proper way to spell her name. Um, Yardley, Pennsylvania. I'm curious about the Disney youth education programs. I always pull my kids out of school for a week and have to stretch the truth on the form indicating the educational purpose of my trip. I saw there are fantastic programs with dates listed through September, but I'll be going in November. Will they be adding dates? I don't homeschool, so I will be using the indi- individual enrollment. Any help you can provide would be great. 
I called. Um, I don't think they're going to be adding any more dates. Hmm. They do it mainly for the summer when kids are out of school. Um, I did check into all the different. Yeah, can you just give a quick explanation of what it is? Because I think there's a lot of people out there who haven't heard that well, term yet. You sign up. You can sign up as a group. Um, like a, a class can go on like on a field trip. There's all these different uh, programs at um, some of the programs are Disney's Wild by Nature, Everyday Chemistry, How oh, Things God. Move, Disney's Animation Magic, um, Ocean Discoveries. I think it just that looks, sounds cool. I think not, it all I don't sounds. I want to go to a chemistry class if I don't have to. Captivating moments, images with impact. I mean, there's all these different. They also, I mean, yes. DisneyYouth.com, you can find. How things yeah. move. Yeah. And it's for ages, um, looks like five through 18, depending on the class. Um, they wouldn't have put five year olds in with eight year olds, like five to eight, 12 to 17, six to 11, 12 to 18, depending on what the class is. They start in the morning. Um, I don't know. I'm going to check this in, check out this. I'm going to take my girls. Because now you research way. that you can you can do this individually. You don't have to do it with a group. Right. You no. don't have to do it with a group. And it costs depending on, you know, what the class is. But you get a um, a park ticket to get into the park to do this. And having um, annual passes, we wouldn't use the ticket. And I think we could use it later because I had someone uh, send me tickets that they had gotten in the youth program. Disney has changed a lot of the rules about these comp tickets or these tickets that are included with another event. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they are um, they have an expiration date on them. Right. So just be careful of that. Yeah, they do because, yeah, you have to use them within a certain time. Well, yeah. we had a bad experience with that because we let my brother take the one we got at the, the Mexican restaurant. It opening. was used. But we didn't use it. Mm-hmm. We had the same experience with that. We did the uh, press event for right. the Mexican restaurant, Hacienda, yeah. and they gave us a one-day park pass. And when we all had to- annual passes, right. so we didn't use that pass. And I thought, oh, I'm going to give it to somebody else, like yeah. you guys did. And it turns out they activated the ticket on that day, so be careful of that. <laughs> oh, really? They might, I, I think that is so unfair. That is. Because one, well, one of our listeners um, had this experience did the youth program and had the tickets, but they expired like February 21st or something. And she had emailed me and wanted to know if maybe Grace wanted to take a friend or something. And I thought that was real sweet. She sent me the ticket and we went and didn't have any problem with Mm -hmm. it. But I mean, I think it just depends on what, right. It might have been because this was a press event and they wanted you to use it for that event. And they've already swiped them. They pre-swiped them. But I agree. That was anyway, for getting more information on this, I'm going to, do a little more investigation and send my girls, sign my girls up for some of this. Because I think... um, Now, you said they can go individually. They'd only be a part of a group? I think they would be a part of a group, but it wouldn't be our group. It would be just them. They'd be in a group with other kids. They'd have to find a day that someone was actually doing it and join the group. Because there has to be an organizer for the group, and then that person needs to collect money. Well, it's like June 14th, June 20th, June 22nd, all through June and July and August. There's all these different... you know, And I'm thinking... Maybe send uh, Stella to the Disney Animation Magic. That's funny. I was looking at that too. You know, you could see if you can go as a chaperone. Yeah. See if they let you go. Yeah, as a I want to. Well, I'm definitely going to check this out because it just sounds interesting, and you get a little more behind the scenes kind yeah. of stuff. And we used to there used to be a educational area. Do you remember above the Art of mm-hmm. Disney store in I Epcot? Do. And that's what I would use when my kids were in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an educational yeah. trip, so we'd come back with all the handouts. But they well, did away with that when we went on. Um, the first cruise, the first podcast cruise, and the girls got out of school. I believe it was Grace um, had to write a paper or something mm. so she wouldn't lose the time in school. Just wrote a little. I was on a cruise. I had fun. I, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Zanola brings his students here to Disney. Makes them all write papers. I mean, you do learn Ten-page papers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use large font. <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. That was interesting. I'm looking forward to you guys doing that. Yeah. And telling us all about it. It'll be fun. I do too. Who's next? Um, I have another one. Um, hey, podcast crew. I'm a fairly new listener. This is Erica Suzarella on the Diz. I really enjoyed all the information on Disney cruises, so much so that my husband and I are starting to research going on one with our two toddlers. One of our favorite things about a Disney World vacation is that our son, who is allergic to dairy, can eat pretty much anywhere. They have a ton of options for people with allergies. My question is... 
Is Disney Cruise Line as accommodating as the parks? Would we be able to find allergen-free food and snacks throughout the ship, at meals, or in the kids' club? Um, I would say they are just as accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to run into a problem where they're going to say, he can't eat! <laughs> they're going to be able to accommodate you. You just need to make sure if he is in the kids' club, you know, I don't know if he wears like a bracelet that says he's allergic to dairy, or just let um, your team, the team leader know that he can't have any dairy. And then at dinner, just do the same thing because you have you the same the, server every night. Yeah. The first night, tell your server. They'll remember every night, yep. and they'll be mm-hmm. really good about it. And in the kids' club, you know, they ask you for that when you go in because they do serve meals in there if your kid is there, your child is there during a meal. And I saw one child in there that um, his meal was different from everybody else's, and I asked, and it was because he had special dietary needs. And depending on the allergy sometimes right. they'll recommend that you just eat at the sit-down restaurants mm-hmm. not to try to do like the buffet right. okay or the you know the quick service places so you would want to find out when you got on the ship they're very accommodating because one night i was eating with Corey and he wanted something that wasn't in the restaurant that night yeah and they brought a lot of it <laughs> they yeah, brought a lot all, of it he always wants something that he can't have well, no, <laughs> it was like the night that the, I, I love escargot on the on the cruise line <laughs> We just had this conversation. We just had about this conversation. Bob. Oh yeah, it's we'd not. be eating at Topsiders, and Bob would insist that one of the people in Topsiders go get a escargot. Oh, see, the escargot and I we were in Palo, right? And so, in animators, I asked if they were serving escargot at the other restaurant. And here it comes, mm-hmm. container dish after dish of escargot. <laughs> Everybody ate it. Well, Pete and I talked to Diana Varley while we were on the the ship, mm-hmm. and she had a friend who was gluten free, and she said it was excellent. They took very good care of him. Good. Mm. So let the uh, the chef know the first night, and they'll make sure that you have good stuff to eat. So That's good to know. No and problem. I think you can also, you know, how you when you get on the ship and you want to change your dining mm-hmm. reservation, you can go in there and tell them that you have food allergies, and they can start it there. Well, so you can even note it on the reservation. Right? I was just going to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rely on any one of these things. Do all. Of them. Do them all. I would do yeah. them all. I would yeah. note it on your reservation. I would note it with your server. I would note it in the kids' club. There's no sense taking a chance. You might find that it goes all the way along, but if there's any kind of breakdown in communication, covering all your bases, you just feel safer. Mm-hmm. Good it's to know. Good information. Thank you, Julie. Who's up? I have one. Is it the same one? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I don't think so. All right, I'll go. Um, This comes from Patrick from Illinois. I have a two-year-old who is tough to travel by bus with. How many stops are made by bus from the boardwalk going to the Magic Kingdom? Could we walk to the beach club and take a bus to get to the Magic Kingdom faster because there are less stops? (laughs) Also, would the walk through Epcot and catching the monorail and transferring to the TTC be the fastest yet? Well, the bus stops at every light. And every stop sign. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the boardwalk bus also shares with the Yacht Beach Club and Swan and Dolphin. It goes around that whole loop. Oh, does it do all of them? Yeah, I don't okay. know the order, though. Okay. If it starts at Swan and Dolphin, then you're in luck because the boardwalk's going to be the last. But it could be the complete opposite where they pick you up first. I don't know. Depends where you're going and what direction you're going in. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he's, so he's staying where? Boardwalk. Or you could just rent walk, a car. I mean, we could just walk to Epcot. Or How take long? The, well, they want to get to the Magic MGM. Kingdom. Oh. How long I mean, how does the bus, if a bus is going to more than one resort, how long does it stay at the resort before it moves on to the next one? Do we know? I don't I mean, know. Like if a ten minute, a, is it like a designated, like the train, two minutes, you know, or whatever? I don't know if there's a set time. Someone probably knows this. I just, I, yeah. Now, walking from the boardwalk through Epcot, then catching the monorail, I mean, it's. How, how tough is your two-year-old to travel with on the bus? you're tired I mean, before you get there. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I mean, does he scream? I mean, like, is it like you can't, I don't know, you yeah, can't control him? For the boardwalk, I would take the boat. Kids like, kids like boats. And you can sit on the outside, you know, in the back, mm-hmm. where he could see the water. But then you still have to walk through Epcot to get to the monorail. I'd have to go to want to go someplace really bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, like taking the kids out the stroller and folding the stroller up to get oh, on the yeah, bus, that, that would be a pain. It'd be easier and more convenient for us to just walk it. Yeah. But that's two kids. How old is this child? Two, two. years old. Two Same years age old. as Ferris. I think you should try to enjoy the journey. <laughs> because no matter what form of transportation take them on the you bus. take. There's going to be tons of people to look at. I mean, you know. It's almost like when you're traveling and you're in the middle lane and you see the left lane going faster, so you get in the left lane, and, and then the middle lane down. starts going fa- It's <laughs> yeah. You really can't win. We'll have to test it. 
<laughs> there you go. Take Ferris Just over there. Him. Come on, Ferris. Let's go for a bus ride. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? <laughs> Just to make sure Ferris doesn't learn the number for child services. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for not answering that question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I made you confused. Walter, why don't you read yours? Hopefully, okay. it'll be better than Corey's. This one's real different. <laughs> this one comes from Kathleen. It's Casey and Kaylee on the boards. It says, we normally use FL Tours. Uh, however, this time there's going to be nine of us with lots of luggage. They want to go from the airport to Cape Canaveral. Um, they want to know if we know anything about the Orlando party bus. I called the Orlando party bus. <laughs> <laughs> I called the Orlando party bus. It's really not a transportation service. It really is a bus that you drive around the city and party in. Um, yeah, the, it's something you would get for a bachelor party or a bachelorette party. Bachelor, bachelorette party. In fact, it says our buses contain DVD players, uh, LCD TVs, stripper poles, <laughs> neon fiber optics, wood floor, mirrors. Wood floor? <laughs> yes. Wet it's bars. Clean up. Um, <laughs> cups, napkins, uh, cup holders. It's, What's this cost, did they say? It runs from 85 to $250 an hour plus a 20% gratuity. Don't we need to take a field trip? Yeah. <laughs> Kathy and I need to check this out. And if you rent the big blue bus, it actually has a bathroom in the back, so you can well, just they, party like there's no Wait, tomorrow. does it come with someone for the stripper pole? Or do you no. Just, no. Supply your you own stripper. Supply your Where own you stripper. <laughs> Exotic dancer. Kids show. No, was Kids this, might be listening. Was this to get oh. to the cruise? They wanted to know they could do that, and the answer is no. You well, cannot do that. Uh, for the... For podcast crews. Teresa, can. they do not do that. What oh, part of that? Oh, we, have to like drive, we have to go from Orlando, go to Tampa, and then come all the way back <laughs> to, to use up at least the four hours. <laughs> I don't think John wants to be on a party bus with us. I really, <laughs> no offense, guys. With a stripper pole. <laughs> Teresa, just bring drinks in the car. Yeah. The bus is the destination. Right. And that's right. it. Corey's correct about that. So FL Tours is it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that or another limousine company. Yes. But You're going to need more than one. Some of these companies have... Um, I don't think Mohammed's going to strip for you. <laughs> no. no. But, the, he's got to listen to this. Some of them have uh, larger vehicles where they yes. could fit all of you probably. So you just call them up and find out what yeah, kind that of vehicle be a they problem. have. Maybe a lap dance. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the party bus is not your option because that's not... Like Corey said, the drive is a, a destination. So. Interesting. There are people who rent the bus just to drive around for yes. four hours? Yeah. And get yeah. Drunk. yeah. That's your party. How interesting. And you can find out more. Just go online and look up uh, rentthepartybus.com. Oh, I know. We're doing for Walter's <laughs> oh, <yeah>. bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> I just found something that interests me as much as trains. <laughs> Do you want to drive to Tampa on a bus and get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> and don't go anywhere. I mean, never get out. Just but it's research. Running. We're doing this in the name research. Huh. <laughs> Maybe when Max turns 21, we can I'm put him on feel, the party bus. I don't think I'll feel well. Um, Teresa, I hate to tell you, but Max does not want to party with you on a 21st no, I mean, birthday. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be there. Especially on a bus. No, put him on the bus and send him off. I don't oh, okay. want to do it. I have my own party. Oh, it's so funny. I'm on Google Images and I uh, look for Orlando Party Bus. <laughs> There's a bunch of like high school kids looking like they're going to a prom, and then right in the middle of their photo is a stripper pole. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> they're all in prom dresses. I thought it was tuxes. Rachel's when you first pulled it up. But <laughs> I am not coordinated enough to walk on a bus, let alone flip myself around the pole. <laughs> <laughs> they have handrails so you can hold on so you don't fall over while you're partying. So. You research this one. Walter knows a little too much about the party bus. <laughs> really? He's been on the party bus. Gary. Party. All right. Thank you, Walter, I think. Um, who's up next? I have one. This is from Jessica Mullins and from Decatur, Alabama. I'm taking I'm taking my first solo trip in December as a present to myself for college graduation. As I'm an independent person, eating at a sit-down meal alone doesn't bother me. However, I usually enjoy sitting at the bar of the restaurant for my meal, as not only is the service better, but the bartender usually provides good conversation. My question is this. Do any of the table service locations have bars like this? It will make a difference whether I get a quick service or a regular dining plan for my trip. Thanks in advance. I love the show and was excited at the prospect of finally attending a event this December. 
Jessica, we sat here before the show started and re- talked about your email. We can't think of a single quick service location where this is a possibility, but we came up with a bunch of restaurants, uh, table service restaurants. I know you can do this at uh, California Grill. I know you can do it at The Wave. I know you can do it at Sanaa. I Chico. believe Gico. You can sit at the bar at, um, I believe, Citrico's. There's a bar at Ohana's, too. There's yep. a bar at Ohana's. I think most of the table service restaurants have a bar where you can sit and have your dinner. So if that's what you want to do, and I understand your reasoning for doing it, I think you're probably going to have to go with the table service yeah. restaurant. Mm-hmm. And even in the parks. I mean, if you're at uh, Hollywood Studios, 50s Primetime has a bar right there, and you can order food from the menu. I don't know if you can at the Brown Derby. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I've never seen a bar there. I think the Brown Derby is no, more of can't. a service bar. Right. Yeah, not there. So she'll just have to, I mean, she's going to have to plan. Bring your own. Bring your own bar. <laughs> Take the Barty bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Party bus. Sore. I have one. I was going to read one next. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Mine's from Dave in Raleigh, North Carolina. What does the crew think, think Walt would be disappointed in if he could see his empire today? Well, you're calling it an empire for one. In my opinion, he'd be most upset at the sky-high prices his company now charges for virtually everything. Could you imagine his reaction to the fact that there are thousands of parents who have to go through the heartbreak of not being able to fulfill their child's dream of visiting the world of the land simply because it's not affordable? This was worded weird. Yeah, I don't like this question. I'm not answering it. Okay. <laughs> now, this one, this one got me hot. Because I was a single parent trying to bring three kids to Disney, and my kids were just thrilled to be here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Other than the fact that you know we didn't have to stay at a big fancy place, and I know I've told the story of you know the year that they had the most fun was the year that we had food in the room. Is and this we did story about making Katie jump up out of the pool for Pringles. No, that's <laughs> now that's, that's that was our free fun on. I forgot but, about that. Was she a dolphin? Well, they were yeah, pretending you were at the show. in the pool. Yeah. But we came and we had a really good time. You know, that's we, you know, we didn't have much of a budget to do these things, but we came. I didn't feel anybody owed me that. I just took my extra spending money through the years and through the year and we we came and we had a really good time. I wouldn't do the $189 Wild Africa Trek, but I think Walt would be just fine. I mean, didn't Walt build it for families? And there's all kind of ways to do a family vacation at I Disney. can agree with you. We used to, I've stayed several times on property, but most of the trips I came here, we stayed at a budget six or someplace out mm-hmm. on 192. And Motel, Motel six. <laughs> well, I didn't, Back then it was budget six. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just, you know, I was trying to get the a idea. budget motel chain. Right. Yes. At a li- less in. expensive place. And we drove down. And a lot of times we had meals in the hotel mm-hmm. or the motel. Um, I think... To get answer his question, I think you have to take into account the fact that Walt, I, I mean, didn't he say that the parks would never be finished? Mm-hmm. I don't think Walt would be disappointed with anything in his empire. I think he would be very, very proud well of where it had, 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 it, had gone and the quality of entertainment. And I think when you take into account the cost of other entertainment, a day at Disney World stacks up pretty evenly mm-hmm. well you can go to six flags yeah. and the food is no different you can go to the jersey boardwalk which is supposedly a family vacation and the food is just as expensive i think if you go to a movie now what are movies now 10 bucks for, yeah, i think more for 90 minutes so if you add up i'm not doing the math but if you add up how long is disney world or magic kingdom open from yeah. 8 a.m to midnight I think that's a bargain by comparison. And I think if you don't want to go for the highest level experience, you can camp. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be snide or snide. No, but you you can, can, yeah, you can. You can you do can this on a shoestring. And people save. People have garage sales. But to answer your question, I don't think Walt would be disappointed no. with any of it. Well, wouldn't... Would Walt be shocked about the price? Was that, was that part of it or something? No, about? I, I don't think he would. I think he's well, more saying that... He he feels that people are not able to come here because of the price, okay. and Walt possibly would have been disappointed in that. But see, well, I'm, see, I'm I'm, think, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, 
if Walt were still alive, okay, he would have the price would have gone up gradually, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be a shock. Now, if you bring him back from the dead, and he's standing here, and he sees it, and he hasn't lived all those years where the price came up, yeah, it might be a little shock there, but... I mean, it's just... Please don't bring him back. Evolution of the economy. <laughs> I mean, you can't... I don't, I don't think, know. you know, when I used to come, you know, my thought was we were coming to Disney World. My thought wasn't I was staying at the Grand Floridian in a concierge yeah. room like that. I couldn't afford that. I was just so thrilled to be at Disney. Be, yeah. You know, that that was enough. But there was never a question of whether you could afford that. You just didn't even think about that. Right. Because you were glad to be here. And I think... I think I think a lot like you do as far as this is concerned. So when I hear those questions about how can I make it more special, I guess that's why my answer is always more special than being at Disney World. Right. Yeah. So I think we think a lot alike that way. I mean, you don't have to even family vacation. I mean, okay, we live here, okay? And we go to the park. We don't necessarily eat in the park. Mm-hmm. We might eat before we go, eat in the hotel before you go, mm-hmm. eat fast food, whatever. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Really. I don't be- I don't believe that the uh the price of going to Disney or the price of the things you buy in Disney is parallel to the how the economy how inflation went. I think there there's prices that are overly inflated. So, I can understand where a part of family of four might find it difficult to get park admission oh, for yeah. a 4-day trip or a 5-day trip. You have to adjust. And you have to figure out ways to do it. You may not come every year, and you may not stay at the most expensive resort. Well, but I can see where someone would say, listen, this is an expensive vacation. This is a lot of money for us all to mm-hmm. go on vacation. But, but I don't remember my pop thing last year. I did it for under 2000 You could absolutely do it for $2,000 is a lot of money. To oh, I know. I understand that. I understand that. But if you, if you don't, like you said, if you don't do it every year and you plan ahead... But I don't you think can, that somebody who stays at, at Pop has any less of an experience than somebody who stays no. at the Grand Floridian. If you come with the right attitude. If you come with the right attitude. You, know? you could be staying at the best place on property with a pocket full of money and have a pissy time. Mm-hmm. Or you can come with $10 and have the best time in the world. I know people used to think we were spoiled for coming here, but that was our splurge for the year. It's what you saved for. Mm-hmm. It's what, you know, you look forward to that. Right. I think it's all about the choices you make in life. People talked about, you know, John and I eat out a lot. But that's kind of what we do as entertainment. You know what I mean? And that's why I I don't ski, which I understand is very expensive. I don't do other hobbies. The party bus. We don't do the party (laughs) bus. (laughs) Yet. Maybe someday when I'm old and feeble. (laughs) Tomorrow. Uh, I think it's just about the choices you make. Mm-hmm. And if the choice is that you can come to Disney World, you might be only able to ever come once. But if you want it bad enough, you have that has to be your goal. I think Walt would be proud of Disney Cruise Line, but it's definitely not affordable for everybody to go right. on. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think Walt would be proud. Walt wanted to make some place that was safe for families and was innovative. But don't you think in the beginning Disneyland not everybody could go back then either. I mean, it was all... But I don't think it's like a, a God-given right that, that no. you should be able to no. go to Disney. That's like in your, like when I drove small cars. You know, that I didn't have a right to have a Cadillac. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like anything else. I think Stella is the only child in her class that's been to Disney. And those other 19 kids live here. Mm. I used to work in a business outside of this business. And a lot of the people I worked with, adults... Had never been there. Well, it's it's a bubble, really. I mean, there's the majority of the people in the world, they might want to go, but... I also think yeah. that we live in a bubble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We live in this Disney-centric bubble where we think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of people out there who don't ever think of it. Yeah, you're right. Would Walt be disappointed in anything else? Is there anything that's going on now that you think he would think, oh, that's just not right, or something he wouldn't do? I think he would have handled it like along the way. It wouldn't have like just popped up. I'm sure, you know, back when Walt was alive, he had discussions with his people of, you know, whatever they were planning that he added his two cents worth. And I think if he was alive, that still would be happening. And I'm sure Walt didn't win every battle, did he? We won every battle. Yeah, he did. Well, but we, I mean. We had dinner with Bob Gurr. Yeah. He told us that Walt won every battle. 
Really? Yep. Yep. You either that, told Walt yes, or he fa- he would find somebody that would. Right. <laughs> he, I thought he was. I think know. I think Walt would be disappointed in maybe um, dumbing down the traditions training for the cast members. I don't know what the training was back then, but I, I think he would want all of the cast members to be at their at their best all the time. We watched that documentary that you recorded. It was on HBO or something like that, and it really showed like what you're saying that Walt he was in charge. Mm-hmm. You always said yes to him. Yeah, but he but he put people in charge of certain projects that he trusted, so people could right. go and do their yeah. own thing. But if there was a disagreement or he wanted something done his way, oh, so he was always way. like the final. He was, yeah. But it's so big now. Could he have still? Would it have been this big if he were in yeah. control of it? I don't know. That's a great question. And would he be happy with? I mean, the cast members in a whole are very good. All cast members. I know. They're, they're I know. All, but how about, their, cast how about their um, their salary, their income? Would he be happy that say, they're making? What I would say making? he would want them to make more. Are they, as, you know, with their plan, with their you would, know, their would package. He be, would he be so um, in, uh, shareholder conscious, or would he be more worker conscious? Because now the bottom line is how much can we give back to the shareholders? Yeah. What's the price? I think of our he'd be stock? more about the little guy. Mm-hmm. Well, at Why one time, working at Disneyland was a very, very coveted position, because the longer you stayed there, the more money you made. And people that had stayed there for quite a while, and then I forget when it was. It was in the eighties. They put a ceiling on what you could make. So I think it. I think that's changed, and I think. It's always been about the business. I mean, we've all heard the stories of Walt having disagreements with his brother over whether he could make the turrets on Sleeping Beauty Castle out of solid gold or not. And, you know, borrowing from this part of the business to pay for this part of the business. I think, I don't think he would be disappointed. I really don't. Again, you have to take into account, given the progression of what's happened in life, life is much different than when Walt Mm -hmm. passed in 1967. Yeah, big difference. Excellent. Excellent discussion, guys. Thank you. Let's uh, we'll have time for one more. I've got one. i got one. What's you yours about? All right, we'll have time Paper for two more. We'll two more. Two more. First, to Kathy first and then Teresa. Okay, this is from Misty Albers Yanez. Hi, gang. My daughter will be turning 13 next month, and we'll be taking her and a friend to Disneyland on her actual birthday. My question is, is there anything special the park offers for birthday guests besides the birthday button? And I've heard some places offer special treats. I would love to make this trip memorable for her. I've heard the Dapper Dan sing happy birthday to a guest. Do you know if that's something I can have set up beforehand? Thanks for any information, and I love the podcast and all your shenanigans. Make it really memorable. Lock her in the room, (laughs) and don't let her out the entire trip. It's funny that this just came after this conversation. I didn't realize that the Dapper Dans would do that. But then again, I've never asked. Is it coming special? That's what I thought. Didn't we just... Yeah. I don't think you can, like, sign up to have the Dapper Dans sing to you. Yeah. I think it what happens happen. is while they're performing... If they see the birthday button, get the birthday button. Okay. That attracts attention. That usually sparks it's the little bits of magic. All day and when the Dapper Dans are singing, just keep pushing her <laughs> forward. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your button. Show me your button. Stella or Grace got a cookie one time in the bakery. I was just going to say I was in uh, Casey's Corner one time wearing a birthday button and they gave me a brownie. I wouldn't go expecting things. I would go get her to wear the button and then just you know hope that chances are every cast member and Mm -hmm. most of the people in the park will wish her a happy birthday. And do us a favor, don't tell her that special things can happen because when they don't, that's when it's going to be. You don't want her to expect it, right? I thought this was going to happen for me. If you sell it as the special thing for your birthday is we're going to Disney World. Everything else is a bonus. Right. That's why we're not telling Finley anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she doesn't know about her facial. <laughs> She's not as big as the button. I mean, <laughs> she's going to wear that. <laughs> wow. Thanks, wow. Kathy. That didn't go the direction you thought it was going to go. No, that's I. No, I did that because we keep going on about you know how do you make it special and I think just be in there. You know, let the day happen. I'm usually about planning things, but I think for something like that, when you're in Disney. Let the magic happen. Just it's sometimes it's the little things. Like I got a magical moment on Journey into Imagination. I got I got to ride my car through all by myself. Now to anybody else, that's not a big deal. But to that's me, because no one wants to ride that freaking ride. <laughs> and there's never running in the air. You know, lately every time we've gone, there's been a line. But anyway, yeah. Well, two people constitute a line. <laughs> 
you know, just relax. Just You're resting. in Disney. Have have a great birthday. Indeed. Definitely. All right, Teresa, close out the show with a good one. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Steve, and I go by Splash Dad on the boards. I have a family of six, my wife and I, and four boys, three of which are teenagers. <coughs> we are thinking through getting the Disney the dining plan for our next trip. We cannot get free dining, so I was wondering what you guys, what your guys' opinion is of the dining plan. Is it a good value? Which plan is the best? Or is it better to just manage our meals on our own? Any input would be great. Love the show, Steve. Okay. We went last summer, our family of four. We had the dining plan. I think it's a value. I mean, we, we had free dining. But if you going into our trip, I figured it both ways. I think it's worth it. Teenage boys, this family knows, they will eat you out of your house. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, it depends on what they eat and how they eat. I mean, <clears throat> some people want to have a big meal. Other people would rather teenage boys might snack be more interested day. snack all day and be in the parks. And I think the only people that can tell you if that's a good plan or not or a good are deal kids? or are you, you know how your kids eat. I mean, are they going to want a hot dog while they're standing in line for pirates? But you, are they going to be mad if you make them sit down at a fancy restaurant? Right. And but you've take got time that in the park with the, with the dining. You don't have to worry about when your teenagers go off, making sure they have money in their pocket to eat. Well, They've yeah, got tre- their Is one of the complaints, whatever. Teresa, that you spend most of your day eating or going to somewhere to eat? Yeah. So that takes up a big chunk of your time. I was going to say, it how does. many times have they been if it's their but first I get, time? But I get quick service, you know? Are your kids going to be willing to plan their day about around where they're going to have dinner? Well, that's why I think Teresa got a good point. Yeah, quick service. Quick service would be better quick for service. them because mm-hmm. they can go up to you any place. You can split up, you go, right. you head over wherever, you get your... Cosmic rays, whatever. And yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe they maybe they're the Waltons, and they all want to sit together every night and they eat dinner holding hands. Good night, hands. John boy. Right. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. daddy. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a value, but it's got to be a of value. Which are teenagers? Okay, he put that in there to tell us that they're yeah. eating. Yeah. Okay, it's got to be a value for you, though. Right. Are your kids going to mm-hmm. be willing? I, you know, teenagers could be thirteen. Are they going to be happy sitting in a restaurant? When they could be on Splash Mountain. You I, know would, what I, mean? I would sit the kids down and ask them, you know, are we going to do sit-down dinners together or do you guys want to be able to split up in the park and have a card where you can get a hot dog or a hamburger whenever you want? They're, they're teenagers. They want to yeah, be able to they make might their own use all their snack on the first day. I know one of my children would do that. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, then, I don't know. I think it really depends. You it have depends. To tend, it d- depends. It depends on your family. Yeah. Have a family discussion, Steve. Talk it over. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Figure it out. I don't think John and I would get a value out of the dining plan. I don't think we would want to be, would you? To be tied. But then, you, I don't know. I think we would get value out of what we were eating at the time. But I think the whole idea of trying to plan every meal would drive me insane. Yeah. Another thing I liked about, you didn't have to worry about it. It's paid for. It's done. Mm-hmm. I, the That's money I true. had, the money I arrived with in my pocket, I don't have to buy food. I like that idea. You know, if you'd like that kind of. Well, you could do that same thing by buying a gift card. Oh, I know, but I mean, I and just, then you can have that gift card. You can use it literally any place you want to eat, whenever you want to eat, for yeah, whatever you st- want. You still got to take. You still got to keep track of that amount of money. Yeah. And determine if with you've dining, got you know. Okay. It's the meal. It's Junior, not the money. here you go. You get a snack, you get a meal, have a good time, you know? I don't know. All right. My opinion, your opinion. I think they're the same. I think it's just it depends on your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't make those blanket statements. It's really hard to do. Is it good? Is it not good? Yeah, think about the past three weeks and how your family ate. Did you go out to a lot of restaurants or do you eat at home? Do you eat fast food? Yeah. Yeah. Are you eating make together? A graph. I mean, is it going to be culture shock if <laughs> yes, you sit down every night? <laughs> Do a pie chart. <laughs> Do a pie chart. Make a graph. Nothing make a says project. vacation like a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, that ends our email show. Thank you guys very much for participating and uh, creating some lively discussion. I forgot to mention that if we do read your email on the show, you will receive a pin and or lanyard. No. Pin and lanyard and or shirt. <laughs> We're pretty cheap. We're yeah. the pin or the lanyard. You make Sometimes it. we'll give you the back of the pin. <laughs> you get an empty envelope from Here, us. Here, I'll do it. You can get a pin and lanyard, a t-shirt, coffee mug. It's your choice. I didn't know we added stuff. We yeah. changed the name from the prize matron to the po- prize notron. 
And to no, no, send no. us your emails, you can send it to podcast at wdwinfo.com. Um, you can call in a voicemail, but we've kind of stopped doing those. So I think the best thing to do is send us an email and create a recording if you want to put it on your iPod and attach it to an email. Or Facebook Kathy. She does that a lot. When you send it into the, the email account, we all get it. So we can all right. listen to it. Or you Excellent. can send it directly to me if you just want to talk to me at T. Eccles at WDW. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Are we done? I'm hungry. And on that note, <laughs> before we go, I just want everybody to know that we're all thinking about the people of Japan. Yes. Definitely. Good Very point. Sad. Thank you for bringing that up. All right. Thank you all for listening, and we hope you join us next week for another edition of the Diz Unplugged. <laughs> <laughs>